at $200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, superpower. You're the king, I tell you! You're king! Only for Super NES. Listening to the SNES podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Hello, everybody. This is Greg, uh, joined by my co-host Joe. Hi. Coming at you to talk about episode two eleven of the Super NES podcast today. Uh, we are looking at a game that Joey quest that we cover, but I'm sure we would have gotten this point eventually sooner or later because of our mutual interests. <laughs> uh, we're looking at the. Uh, Super NES port of the arcade game Captain America and the Avengers, uh, which was a, so which I just said was a game originally came out in arcades, in, in, in arcades in 1991, came out in Super NES in 1993, also uh, um, uh, uh, also ported other various systems, systems which we'll talk about here uh, in a bit. So um, as you probably know, as you probably know for anybody who listens, who listens to this podcast for a while, uh, both of us are big comic book um uh, fans, but Joe especially so, because Joe's the one who has like the huge collector comic books, uh, like and whatnot. So I'm gonna be leading upon him heavily in this episode, I think, because like, if the, because like I have knowledge about most of the stuff, but there are some characters and something going like, huh? So I'm sure that I'm sure that Joe's knowledge, Joe's knowledge, gonna come in handy in this episode. But that's what you um, think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised Joe wanted to look at this game uh, because it is like a beat 'em up game, which um, uh, which we both enjoy, and it is and it is a beat up game based upon like uh, some pretty popular comic book licenses. So, um, was there another reason beyond that you wanted to cover the game, Joe? Um, I mean, I think we've definitely learned through the journey of this podcast that beat 'em ups are kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is a game I do. Yes, yeah, so this is a game I do recall playing in arcades back when it came out. I didn't play it as I, I didn't play it as much as other beat 'em up games um, because I think that um, spoiler. I think spoiler. Well, I think this game uh, is a good beat 'em up game. I think there are better beat 'em up games out there, and this game um, uh, and, and, and this game definitely was a. This, this game definitely was a product of the Me Too trend going on this time period. Um, because, like, you know, when you compare it to games like X-Men uh, or Turtles games, I don't think this game's quite as... Uh, um, I, don't, um, I don't, don't think this game's quite as good as those. Um, however, it, however, I think it is a very good, fun beat-em-up game in like, its own right. Um, you, know, I, you know, I would play the game more in the arcade had I seen it, but, the, but for the reason I just mentioned, I didn't see... This game, this game was not in as many arcades, arcades, arcades like the other games were. So, um, you know, I just didn't see this game as much um, as as other beat 'em up games. Therefore, it did not. Therefore, it did not. Get, therefore, it did not. It, it did not get a lot of playtime with me. But so um, I'm the opposite. So uh, I would rarely see the X Men cabinet, and I'd always see this cabinet. Um, so huh, I remember. This one, uh, I I got. I used to shove Chuck E. Cheese tokens into this machine <laughs> for quite a while. Um, I don't think I ever legit beat it in the actual arcade or Chuck E. Cheese's um, until I was able mm. to, you know, cheat with Mame and have infinite health. Um, but you know, this is your typical beat 'em up arcade quarter muncher for sure. 
Yes, indeed. So, um, so this game, like this game, was developed by Data East. I know, and 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 I don't think we've covered Data East yet on the uh, like in the podcast. So uh, I'll spend a minute talking about Data East, like real quick, because Data East, because Data East, one of these, one of those companies that was real big uh, back in the eighties, nineties, but now pretty much is kind of like forgotten about these days because uh, they were around nineteen seventy six to two thousand three. Nineteen seventy six to two thousand three. Um, both with like you know both like Japanese and American branches. Uh, they uh, they made a lot of games. They also look um, they, uh, uh, they also they also obtained the rights to publish and port a lot of games over to various systems. Most of their games people have, most of their games people have kind of forgotten about these days. But um, I think their biggest smash hit by far was Burger Time, which is still a game that's still around today in various forms and for, for, in forms and ways. And definitely was and definitely was a huge and definitely was the biggest like financial 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 success when, the, uh, when that game came, when that game came out in the arcades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like in the eighties. So. Um, Burger Time is probably the company. The Burger Time is probably the game that's best associated with Data East these days. So, uh, Data East, however, did make a bunch of pinball games for a while too, and the pinball games I think are like pretty good. Um, you know, like maybe not, you know, maybe not on par with like you know, like um, you know, like Gottlieb or whatnot. But they but Data East did Data East did, Data East did make some very good pinball games too for a while. I think absolutely. So, uh, they did. Um, they, they they did release a lot of. Um, they published heavily on both the computer computer and also consoles. Um, so, um, so, uh, Diddy used to obtain the rights, uh, from Marvel, uh, to make, um, um, you know, you know, like the Avengers license, uh, so they created like an arcade game based, based around, uh, um, an arcade game based around this. So, as the name suggests, uh, Captain America is one of the playable characters in this game. Uh, you're able to play in this game as, as one of four members of the Avengers who... It may be an interesting selection of a roster selection. This is this this is one of the most interesting interesting things. Looking at this game now, the uh, like now thirty years, the thirty years, the thirty years on, Joe, because it's like I think it's like like so many other things, the things, thing life in life, things have changed a lot in the last thirty years since the like this game came out. So the four playbook, like the four playbook characters in this game, I think were um you know I think were characters who were popular and were popular and current in the comics at the time. But those characters may not be the same. So those characters certainly are not as popular uh, or as well known today, if that makes sense. So because like you know, uh, you're you're actually off on that. So <laughs> in the '90s, late '80s, early '90s, the Avengers was actually much like the Fantastic Four and kind of a dying brand. Um, okay. Yeah, so X Men and Spider Man was the big ones. Those were the tent poles for Marvel. Those were the ones bringing in the money, and they would frequently do tie-ins to basically boost sales for the <laughs> yeah, Avengers books yeah, yeah. Um, or yeah. the spinoff books of the individual characters and whatnot. Um, and they did the same with uh, what do you call it? Um, God, the Fantastic Four as well. Um, yeah. That being said. In hindsight, now looking through the eyes of someone in 2023, if you don't have any of that knowledge and you just look at this, um, you would think this was a throwback game made to tie into the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we know all four of these characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, these are some of the main characters, you know, whereas, like, back then they were technically, like, they're the the B team, even though technically they're the first team, you know, for Marvel, but right. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like they were the first real super team. Cause the fantastic four is a family. They don't count. Um, but, 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was one of those, like, when I was looking back and thinking about it, um, now with the supporting characters, that, and even some of the enemies, like, that is definitely, like, way out of left field. Um, but we'll get into that. But yeah, because some of them are around today, some of them are not. Right, so. right. Yeah. So, like the main characters, uh, I think it makes sense. Captain America was the biggest of those four at course, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really think they were chosen for the powers that they have, um, mm-hmm. because you got Cap with his shield, so he's your more beat 'em up uh, style player. As a side note, Captain America was always my second favorite comic book character. Uh, like as a kid, like uh, Spider Man was first for me, but Captain America was second because they said it was second. The second like as a kid, I the was a kid. I thought his ability, um, I thought his ability, like his ability, uh, like to be able to throw, a, like you know, to throw a shield as a boomerang was yeah, it was the coolest thing ever. So I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you got you know Captain America is your brawler basically. Then you have Iron Man, who's obviously shooting lasers. Um, Hawkeye's got the. Uh, bow and arrow and those arrows actually go across the screen completely unlike the other characters so that's a huge help yeah um and then vision is kind of like iron man but not quite he's he's got just a bit of a shorter blast right so when i looked at the roster yes so when i looked at the roster characters for this it's like it's like you know captain america iron man hawkeye i immediately recognized uh because those three characters characters have all featured very very heavily like in their uh, uh, all featured very heavily like the marvel movies right uh all the marvel movies Vision at first, I'm like, wait, who? Like, wait, like, who's that guy? It took me a moment to realize that, you know, he, um, who, um, so it took me, I, I, I took me a moment to, like, took me a moment to figure out who he was because he, because he didn't, yeah, because he didn't start showing up in the movies until about, uh, the movies until about halfway through the franchise run. Um, also, I think that it sounds like reading about him, it sounds like, he, uh, um, it sounds like his character got changed the most in the movies versus the, the versus, um, uh, versus, Versus comic book appearance, right? So, uh, but yeah, but yeah. So, all four characters I think are like are very good characters. Characters, you know, people, you know, characters, character people would associate like the Avengers, like for sure. So, um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, so I play Captain America a lot um, in this game because of my um, uh, because of the reason I because of the reason I just said, but I did play everybody else, and you know, they're all you know they all strengths, um, you know they all you know they all have, like strengths and strengths and weaknesses, of course. Yeah. Um, I think Joe. I think for the most part, this game did a pretty good well. Of, uh, um, you know, I think I think this game. I think this game did a pretty good job of depicting the characters' uh, abilities. Um, you know, in the game, visit uh, visit their combo counterparts. At least you know, at least how they were set in the comics like thirty years ago. So, um, you know. one thing I just want to interject here. Um, so yeah. this cast of characters that we have, this is like basically the best and most recognizable characters mm-hmm. um, for the Avengers. Of, sure. You know, up until 91. Yeah. Um, to give you an idea, the Avengers in 1991 were Black Widow, which we all know, mm-hmm. Captain America, She-Hulk, yeah. Vision, then there was Quasar, and Cersei. I, yeah, I, yeah, I've not actually heard of those last two. <laughs> right. So it's like, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Well, people know Iron Man, people know Captain America, people know Hawkeye, people know Vision. Like, just go with it. <laughs> you know what <Yeah>. I mean? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the game just played like a... Uh, yeah, so um, 
Uh, so and so and so we play and so like we might as well talk about it here because it's a good tie-in. Uh, as you um, as you play the game, you, you do get, um, uh, like you see other so the, uh, other Avengers do show up uh, also also help you out uh, also help you out also help you out like now and then like support roles. Mm. Um, usually, um, usually, uh, I, I usually special power ups like are collected. Uh, so that causes the characters to temporarily to, to temporarily appear on the screen with you and to help you out and help you in combat. Yeah. Um, I only made a note of four. I do know there are other Avengers who pop up every now and then, uh, but the four Avengers I definitely remember seeing the most pop up in the game as, as cameos, uh, like a Wasp, Quicksilver, Wonder Man, and Namor. Um, Wasp and Quicksilver are people are probably well known because those characters have um 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 these characters those characters have been there in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Namor just recently, just recently finally showed up, like, um, uh, just recently showed up playing the big screen, so, yeah. uh, because for, to be for a long time, that character, we were talking about it, like, off mic, uh, Namor was a character who stood off to, um, was a character who stood off to, showed off to a different studio in the 90s when Marvel was having a fire sale, their properties, um, whatnot, so it's like, you know, I guess they finally got those rights squared out, uh. Wonder Man, I don't know anything about. Uh, I don't. Um, if he has been on the big screen, I um, I missed him. Yeah, so. he hasn't been on the big screen yet. Um, okay, from yeah. what I understand, he will be uh, sometime okay. soon with one of the upcoming films. But uh, okay. I mean, he's I don't know. He he's like Superman without a cape. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's the best way to describe him. Marvel DC, yeah. Well, yeah, that's not surprising. Marvel DC did often copy each other's properties. Right. right. Uh, as far as characters, the characters like they have their own version of it. So that's a version of it. Like that makes sense. Yep. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So the game, yes, yeah, so the game plays like a first standard beating up a, a game of the time period. Um, you can fight hand to hand. Playing and throw select items on the ground. Uh, there's a ranged special attack you can use. Uh, there's also, um, depending on the character, you either have a uh, character, you either have a projectile weapon like an energy beam that you can fire, mm-hmm. uh, which is known as your adventure attack. Um, certain characters also can do a flying kick, while other characters instead, like, flying instead really, um, well, while other characters will instead, like, fire their energy beams, um, you know, like at an angle. So, which is, you would go back to the point I was saying before, I thought this game did a very good job depicting the characters' abilities and strengths and weaknesses on the screen, vis a vis combo counterparts. Yeah. I thought it was a very, uh, one of the plus sides for this as well is, like, most games at this time, and it even happens today, um, when you use a special ability, it would take a chunk of your life. Um, sure, in yeah. this game, they encouraged you to use your special abilities. They did not penalize you. So that yes, uh, yeah. really plays into the gameplay here. Right. Uh, yeah, so... Uh like so, the plot of this game is like pretty typical, like beat him up, that beat him up, like plot, like you know, kind of like throwaway stuff, just kind of like you know, give you, you know, I, you know, like you know, you know, you know, just you know, just a simple bare bone reason, that reason you like you know, playing through the game. Um, so in this one, like this one, the big bad guy is Red Skull. He's assembled like an army supervillain and a henchman, henchman to stop you. Um, a pretty well-known roster of characters for anybody who's a comic book fan, I think. Some of these characters have shown up on the big screen and some of them have not. Um, so you have like, you know, like, um, uh, like you know, like, uh, Ultron's obviously the biggest name on here that people like recognize. Um, but you also have like, you know, Claw, Living Laser, Whirlwind, uh, Wizard, Grim Reaper, Mandarin, Juggernaut, Controller, uh, crossbones, like I said, it's a pretty good roster, like a villains. I um, so again, I uh, so again, I thought this game did a pretty good job uh, mining the property per, per, uh, as as it was to bring over like bad guys and enemies like you to face. 
Yeah, and like, so like Lipping Laser and Claw, like those are like C level villains. Um, so like I was okay with those guys being like a mini boss, like something to kind of break up the monotony of just beating random NPCs up. Um, but then like Whirlwind was kind of like, eh, okay, he's he's an Avengers villain. I get it. Like you can have him. But then, like, they had people like Grim Reaper and, like, Crossbones. Like, yeah, those are good villains, but they're specific to specific Avengers, not the Avengers as a whole. Um, well, we saw this also, like, you know, Turtle Games also. Like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like, you know the mind of property for whatever they can use right. looks good. Right. And, right. Yeah. So, so and yeah, so I was okay with that. I was going to say, and I might as well mention it here. Um, so I think that um, Data East might have gotten in trouble um, in the arcade game. Um, the giant robot that you beat up is a, sent- a sentinel. You can clearly tell it's a sentinel. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and one of the mini-bosses is Juggernaut. Um, right. Here in the SNES version, it is just called a giant robot, and Juggernaut isn't even mentioned by name. He shows up as like a yellow and red robot. That's interesting, yeah. And so I only I wonder... realized that, one, it's supposed to be Juggernaut because I played the arcade so much, um, and yeah. his attack pattern is the same. Um, right. So that that's you know one thing that I will give this game. Uh, is that it's very arcade like, um, but yeah, like the like th- that's the only thing I could think of is that like they didn't have the rights. But then, like I was thinking, like Quicksilver and Wasp. I mean, Quicksilver is more of an X Men character, but like he was able to show up no problem. So there must have been something somewhere. Yeah, I yeah I yeah I didn't catch up. Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that. So thanks for the notice. Um, yeah, there may have been there may have been something because I keep it because it was Marvel was selling Marvel was selling their rights to other companies too to make other games based upon other properties, Spider Man, etc. Right. Et so it's like maybe maybe there's some kind of crossover or whatnot where there's like you know where like you know like Marvel uh, Marvel told them that they couldn't that they couldn't use those names like names again for like whatever reason. Right. So that's, 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 yeah, that's something I'm yeah yeah that's something I'm, I'm thinking about. There is that there there's there's that there's that famous example about like you know um uh was it was it uh, was it a, was was it like Shinobi's re- was it like Shinobi's Revenge on Genesis? Yes, or where the they had Batman has, and Spider Man as villains, uh, like legit villains. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. plus also yeah yeah. Yeah, plus also Godzilla, and so yes, like you know yes. they had to, so, like had to make a running change, a running change like an arcade version to uh, to change those guys. So it's like you know, yeah, maybe something, yeah, 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 maybe something similar play happened here. So yeah. um, also, uh, also, also, also like another possible reason, um, the arcade game was developed in Japan, and the game was released in Japan as well as played in the what the West. Maybe the rights were more specific for one country like versus another. I mean, yeah, like, that's possible. Um, but because like um, so, uh, like so I'm not like, really sure about that. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, the arcade game, the arcade game is fairly short for, uh, for um, you know compared to many of the beat 'em up. I'm doing like five stages, so it's like a good player can go through the game for, for about half an hour or so. But um, there were two versions of this game made: two player and four player. 
So um, I, um, I, um, I only ever saw the two-player version of the game. I, I wasn't actually aware there was a four-player version of the game until I was doing research, um, uh, research, uh, research, research like the podcast. So the four-player cap must not have been as um, common. Yeah, so I I only know the four player cabinet because that was the one mm. that was at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, makes sense, yeah. which makes sense, right? Just Chuck E. Cheese. They want as many people on that machine as possible. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, like I remember, like it, like it was literally like one row in Chuck E. Cheese. It was like Captain America and the Avengers. It was, you had Ninja Turtles, uh, the yeah. Simpsons arcade, and then on the very end was the X Men arcade. All very good beat em ups. Yep. All great so. beat em ups and like all four <laughs> players. So they were getting that money. <laughs> yeah. So the arcade game itself, uh, like I said, the game, um, I think the game, yeah, so I think the arcade game is fun. I, I don't think it, um, you know, I don't, you know, I, I don't, um, I don't think it's quite as good as the other beat em ups that you just mentioned, but it is a good beat em up game in its own rights. Yeah. Um, I really, lo- um, so I really loved how well they depicted the characters' abilities and powers in the game, like I already said. Um, the game uses the game uses like uh, digital speech like through most of the game, which is like pretty good, uh, uh, cool. And there's also those uh, um, um, uh, and there's also like comic book style uh, cutscenes, transitions like between stages, yeah. which is a nice touch. So the music's the music's very good. Um, it was very appropriate for like a beat 'em up game. Um, I think um, I thought the sprites were kind of a bit small. I kind of wish the characters like were a bit larger, but that's kind of like a small nitpick. So. Um, and while it is, and so while it is a quarter muncher, I thought this game was a little. I thought, I thought, I thought this game was a little bit more fair to the player compared to like X Men or Turtles, as far as that went. So I think I think this game. I, I think this game is one of the more easier beat 'em ups to play through. Um, um, I know that. Um, 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 I know you said earlier, Joe, Joe, that you never finished the game, but you know I think that um, I did beat this game back in the arcade, like among other games, and like and like. Um, and like, yeah, they're all they're all quarter munchers. I thought this game was a little, I thought this game was a little bit more fair to the player than many other like beat ups um, the other time periods. No, I completely agree. So the arcade game is definitely uh, more fair um, than uh, what we got on the 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 home consoles, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I and you know, it's a beat 'em up. It's a quarter muncher. Um, one thing I did like about this is that um, every quarter. That you put in would uh, increase your health by, I think it was, it wasn't a, a full 100, but I think it was like 50. So it would give you half. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, you, you could start the game with like, you know, three, 400 health and then go through. Um, and, you know, that's, you think that's a lot, but in reality, when the enemy hits you, they're taking like, you know, 10 to 20 mm. points away from sure. you. Um, but... The, the and I think that they did that and they made the AI a little harder because of the fact that you can willy-nilly use your special ability and you don't get penalized yes. for yeah. it. So, right. you know, it was a way to, you know, stop people from basically beating it on one quarter <laughs> or two, yeah, depending right. on the arcade so. cabinet. So yes. you know, so. that that I get, but you know, I so, for me, yeah. I agree. This is not as good as X Men. It is not as good as Turtles. It is not as good as Simpsons, but it is still a fun game um, that, like you said, is pretty fair. Did you ever play the so like so did you ever play the Spider-Man uh, beat 'em up game by Sega? Yes, I actually love that game, and that I, that I, game I, officially I, is terrible. Just so you know, that I, game is terrible. I, I would say. I, 
Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I think this game's better than that game. Yes, like, sure. Yes. So, but, but you know, as uh, a kid, like that's all I knew. That was yeah. <laughs> that was the only Spider-Man game I had that I could play, uh, especially in the arcade. So I loved uh, everything. Also, the gra- yeah, yeah. Also, the graphics. Uh, also, the also the, gra- the graphics. The graphics of this game I thought was like very good. It's like you know, you not only have like the rich, you know, rich detailed backgrounds and uh, backgrounds and stage stage and whatnot, but the actual the comic kind of touches they put in the games that you know, you know, you know, such as the comic book style fonts, like would be with the yes. uh, attacking enemies, whatnot. Yep. Nice touch. Yeah. You know, like very, very. You know, it like, looks good. So. Yep. The speech um, bubbles, the text, yep. like you said, when you beat up an enemy, it has like that old Batman sixty six pow. And yeah, whack and right, stuff yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> that stuff's fantastic. Like, it's little things like that that I love. Like, this literally... And keep in mind, we're talking about the arcade version currently. Right, yeah. But, um, like, this literally looked like a comic book come to life before we got anything in the cinematic universe. The real cinematic yes. universe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I greatly yeah. appreciate this game for what it is. Yeah, because it had been... because. Yeah, because there had been a couple of Avengers, uh, Avenger, uh, Avenger computer games before this point. This, so, but this game really was the first time that an Avengers game had really gotten like major attention from people because uh, typically how popular their kid game was. Right. So, um, you know, and like, um, so uh, this game, this game, this game is not been released. Is not been released currently in a collection or anything like that. I, uh, um, um, I guess maybe because of rights reasons. Um, however, 2021, um, Arcade 1-Up did put out a cab, um, a cabinet, which, while I featured X-Men on the front and center, also included in, also included in that game, also included, also included on, that, on that cab. This game and its sequel, Avengers, Avengers and Galactic Storm, which came on in 1995 and was, uh, on, was, and was on like this game, uh, Arcade Only. Mm. So, uh, so, if you want to play the game nowadays, you, you're, nowadays you can't buy the cab and play the game and play the game and the other two, uh, um, yeah, uh, uh, and I was X Men and Gladiator Gladiator Storm, like in that, uh, like in that three four size cab. So, and I checked with the podcast. The cab, uh, the cab is still available. The, the cab is still in production. Is production in production and still currently available for sale. Hmm. So, um, so, if you want the game that way, you can get it. Um, I never played Avengers and Galactic Storm. I never, um, I never knew that was. Uh, um, so I never knew. Um, I never saw it in their cage. I, um, I never knew about. it. How about you? I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I'm actually looking yep, it up yep. right now. It, oh, it's a fighting game. Yep. Okay. It's a sequel to this game, basically. So interesting. But it was yeah, yeah. For some reason, yeah. But stop. Um, yeah, but that game stayed in arcades only. There was never a home port of it. I mean, I can kind of see why. Uh, it does look pretty complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty complex. I don't like. I, I think even like a PlayStation or a Sega Saturn port of this game wouldn't have been good uh from what i can see yeah but yeah yeah you can debate that for sure, i, I so, encourage people but, to uh definitely look this game up and uh definitely check out some gameplay on youtube because that looks uh it looks like it plays all right but yeah see for me like marvel fighting games um like i i think you've talked about on this podcast already war of the gems um they made a beat 'em up for the Super NES, but there was an actual like fighting game for War of the Gems, and uh, that was like the precursor to Street Street Fighter versus X Men, and then again, then that evolved to Marvel versus Capcom, and so on and so forth. So, like, I can appreciate a game like that, Galactic game, 
because that's yeah. those are the early days, the stepping stones to what we eventually got and all ended up loving. So, sure, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I think we pretty much can talk. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so I think I pretty much finishes up our talk like about the arcade version of the game. So, and all this talk is going to be relevant here in a moment. Yes. In, 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 in a moment, when we start talking about the home ports, but. Um, Anything else you want to say about the arcade version of the game, Joe, before we like moved on? I wish we could still find great arcade games like this. That's all. Well, <laughs> I am glad that arcade went up, at least made it available. Yeah, uh, that's true. That, that's uh, true. But so but because like, you know, they all you know, they always they always they always do that with their cabs. They like there's a um you know, there's a marquee game that they advertise like their cab. Yeah. You know, that's a game that's like front and center, you know, that's the artwork and whatnot, but they also put you know, but they also put other games on there too. And sometimes those other games can be just as much fun if not better than the main game. Yeah, so absolutely. I think that so like so anybody buying it yeah, so yeah, so the X Men cab was very popular when it came out. Uh, like a lot of people have um, so I know a lot of people. Um, so I know a lot of people think about the arcade whatever version of it. Having 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 both this game and Galactic Storm in there as bonuses, I think is a nice touch. Yeah. So because um, uh, uh, um, so like you know, I think that you know at least the game is available still in some way today. So um, but uh, so the game was popular enough, of course. Like of course, home ports wanted to be developed. So um, and like and like and like in this time period, the nineties, with the like both Super Nintendo and Genesis being out simultaneously, um, it was very common for a game to be it was very common for a game to be either developed or ported to a system to one system first, and then later on, like then later on a year or two later, uh, the other console would get a version of that game as well because uh because like because because many because many companies didn't have the best companies like Konami, capcom had the resources and people to be able to develop the game simultaneously with their own teams and whatnot but it was very common for like one system uh, one system get the game to first first and, and at first and like port other systems after that point which is like i get it why they did it that way because like you know it does save resources and time and money but the Super NES Genesis each had their own strengths and weaknesses. And I think that when you port a game first to Genesis of Super NES, you're taking advantage of that, you're taking advantage of that system's strengths and weaknesses. And then uh, so, uh, when the game goes to so the so game, all of it gets ported to the other system, it suffers because of that. Um, um, so I think, and, and, so, and, and, and so fortunately, I think, I know, unfortunately, I think that's I think what happened here because Genesis with the Genesis with system, the system, they got this game first. Um, Data East. Uh, Dadies co-developed the Genesis version of the game with a company called Opera House, um, uh, and so and so the Genesis version of the, game, the Genesis port of the game came out first in 1992. Um, it, um, curiously enough, despite the fact that it was developed in Japan, it was not released in Japan. The Genesis, Genesis version of the game was only released in North America, um, um, I, North America and Europe, and Sega actually published the game in Europe. Uh, like Mega Drive. So uh, the Genesis version of the game, I played a little bit uh, to compare it to. It's a very, very good port. Of the, it's like it's a very good port. Like it's a very good port. Um, you know, like the arcade game for sure. Uh, Joe, you were saying up, Mike, that you had played this game before in the past. What's your what's your what's your experience and memories of playing the Genesis? Um, uh, play, um, playing the Genesis Genesis port of this game. So what I remember is uh, this was one of the first few games that I had for the Sega Genesis when I got it. And I was the envy of the neighborhood because I had the arcade <laughs> experience in my home. Right. Um, yeah. They did a really good job uh, porting this over um, to the Sega Genesis because, you know, anyone who has, uh, whether it be uh, a passing fascination with the Sega Genesis or they are passionate about 
the Sega Genesis. Um, we all know that, you know, the gem sound chip and uh, some of the other um, iterations from basically the second model of the uh, Sega Genesis um, did not help any games out as far as uh, publishing and uh, playing those, you know, doing that music anyways. Uh, you got a lot of cat meows as uh, cat screams and cat meows and stuff like that. Um, that's what I was getting at. Anyways, so the Model 1 had, like, the FM sound chip, and uh, some games really took advantage of that and had some I, I think great music. Yeah, uh, This is one of those games that had great music, and it actually... I agree, yeah, that sounds it, great. It yeah. sounds just like you're in the arcade. I mean, obviously, there's yeah. a step down, but... Of like, course, yes. Yeah, this right, is yeah. very comparable to the arcade experience, and uh, the voice samples also not all of them are carried over. The voice samples that are here are very, very yes, good sounding too. Yes, absolutely. Um, what <laughs> what was disappointing is, and I, I'm sure you might touch on this a little bit, is um, thankfully like they used the Sega Genesis version as like the template for all the other ports. Um, that being mm, yeah. said. Um, I also owned the NES and Game Boy version of this game because, you know, Marvel beat them up. I actually didn't talk about those because the NES version of the game is totally different. It's yes. not based off their game so at the all. So the NES game, that's what I was getting at, is the NES game is, yeah. like, totally different. Um, and the Game Boy game... That was also developed by Data East as well, too. But, like, you know, they realized there's they realized no way in hell the 8-bits of right, their arcade right. games. So, so it's inspired by their arcade games. That's what you can look at. Yeah, and the Game Boy does a little bit of a better job of trying to be kind of like the arcade. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it yeah. again, like, it's, it's kind of a mishmash port of the uh, NES game and the Genesis game, trying to be two things at once. Um, yeah. I remember having fun with them, but also, like, this was my experience before, right. you know, I had no, yeah, the, the, to be able to play the yeah. arcade at home. <laughs> the Genesis Gen version of the game is very, very good. Like, you know, I think that, you know, um, obviously, you obviously, uh, obviously, you have the slight downgrade of music and graphics, right. and graphics, and graphics that you would expect. Um, they don't have all the, you know, like... Um, you know, you know, they, you know, they don't have all the the uh, the cut the the comic book style cut scenes between stages right. here. Um, it is it is two players only, of course, because you know, um, uh, simply because it's an early Genesis game. Um, but the game, but the, but the game, the game plays very well. The, the, the um, you know, the, the gameplay feels smooth, smooth and fluid. The, the controls handle well. Um, the games, the game is a bit tougher than the arcade counterpart. That's to be expected. Yeah. That was expected. That was the, you know, that was common for home versions mm -hmm. of the game. So. Um, but yeah, this is a very good, good, solid-looking, playable version, uh, playable version of the game for sure. So, um, yeah, the Genesis version of the game is definitely very good. So, um, with the other version of the game, uh, Data East, uh, did not handle those versions themselves, which is probably, um, uh, 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 so which is probably the reason why the quality suffered. Right. Um, instead, um, instead, eighties. Um, um, instead, um, instead, uh, instead, eighties licensed licensed the game to Mindscape, who was a pretty uh, well-known publisher of the time period, uh, to to do ports of the game Super NES, Game Boy, uh, a Game Boy like Game Gear. Um, uh, Mike Mindscape in turn hired Rootime, uh, um, uh, hired hired Rootime Associates to handle to handle to, to, to handle porting of the of the game on those systems. Rootime Rootime Associates was normally a very very good company. Uh, we, uh, we talked about before um, 
Flight talked about them before in the past. They were a company made up of veterans, of veterans of past, of past game systems, uh, um, you know, like the, um, like the Atari, like television. They were a very good company for the most part. They, they really knew what they were doing as far as their, as far, um, as far as their work went. Um, you know, I, you know, and developed port very, several, several very good games. And the Game Boy and Game Gear version of the game uh, of this game or this game, I think, um, I think are very, very good. Mm. Because to be to be to be said before, Joe, uh, the Game Boy and Game Gear versions do feel a bit different. But considering the, the considering the systems they're on, I thought they did a great job of adapting the game to those systems. Oh yeah, absolutely. They play, um, or so it's like you know they are they play more like the arcade version than the NES version, which of course the NES version is a totally different game, so a totally different game totally. So we can't really like, look at that to be fair. But yeah. um, the Game Boy and Game Gear version of the game, they did try to copy the arcade games best they best they could in the console on on, on, on the handhelds. And real time, so did a great job with that. I thought those got um you know I thought, you know, again considering the systems that are on. I thought I thought those games did a very very good job. Yeah, and um, just for reference, like for me to say a Game Boy game is bad, it's got to be pretty bad because like there are bad Game Boy games. Trust yeah, me because that. like there are some games that like were bad that it was my yes. only way to play the game for a while, and uh, I I could tell you that they are actually good games because I spent so much time with them, like. Killer Instinct that does not belong on the Game Boy, or the Street Fighter 2 game that they made for the Game Boy. Like, those are not good. Neither is the Mortal Kombat, but at the time... It, Pit Fighter it, also was terrible right. there, so... So, like, it was cheaper to get th- those games for, you know, $30 for the Game Boy than it was, you know, $50, $60 for the Genesis. So, or, or right. in, you know, the case of Killer Instinct, not I couldn't get it at all because I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Right. So yeah, 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 you know, compromises were made. So I know right. what bad Game Boy games are. So when I say that this right. is pretty good, considering, <laughs> I mean it. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> right. So Super NES and Game Gear version of the game came out in 1993. The Game Boy, the, the Game Boy version didn't come out in 1994. Um, you know, all, uh, those three versions of the game were released worldwide compared to, uh, 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 compared to the NES Genesis Gen- Gen- version, which came out. Um, which came out only like in Europe, like Europe, um, Europe and North America. By the way, trying to pronounce Captain America in Japanese is like oh, it's like it's like a doozy of a word here. I'm like, um, it is like oh, please try. You know, Captain America, yeah, Captain America: The Avengers in Japanese is not fun to pronounce. It looks like so. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, having so anyway, have yes, we haven't just said high praise, high praise by real time associates, and the, um, you know the good work they did usually on their game conversions. You have to wonder playing the, uh, the playing the Super NES version by itself is fine, but if you compare Super NES version Super NES version Super NES version Genesis version at all, you're like, what the hell happened here? Because it's like the Super NES version real time associates definitely. Real-time shows definitely dropped definitely dropped the ball on the port on the port, and I don't know why because it's not like them to do this. You know, I really don't know what happened here. I'd like to know. Um, so I'd like to know what the factors behind the scenes the scenes led to this, but it's just but it, but it's just not a good conversion of the game. Unfortunately, it's like yeah, it plays it plays sluggishly. It plays bad. It's like it's like the graphic the graphics the graphics are nice. They're set up the um the graphic music are the graphics are the graphics are step up like the Super Mario, uh, um. Um, uh, than the Genesis version of the game for sure, yeah. but um, that's that's really that you know, you know that's really that, that you know it's really like one of the, that's really like one of, that's really like the only one that's really like only one of the good things um the good thing is good thing good thing I, I'm not gonna say about this for the part of the game unfortunately, but it's like 
what happened here? I, I don't know. So yeah, I like. So graphically, I think the game looks all right. It's a little darker. It looks great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's a bit too dark, but it definitely matches. It, but but it definitely matches it. it matches the style like, very. Yeah, and well, I was actually so. going to say, you know, it being a bit darker, it kind of gives it a little bit of grit, which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest gripes with this is, if you've played the arcade game, it is super snappy. Uh, you can run around, literally run around. Yeah. yeah. Um, this SNES version, I just feel like it's running at a quarter speed. Um, mm, it, yeah. It yeah. makes this game such a slog on the Super Nintendo. Um, also, like, difficulty is still the same. So, uh, it's cool that it brought over that arcade difficulty because I'm fine with that because, you know, that would extend a weekend rental that would be beaten in a half hour stretched out a little bit more so that's nice but couple that with the crippling speed um and the fact that when the uh enemies are hit and they're flashing you can't hurt them but they can still hurt you that is terrible uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the glitch, yeah the collision the, the, the collision detection in this game is horrible, too, also. I well, yeah, out. so that was one of the other things I was going to bring up. Yeah. So, and, and to compound all that is, remember how I said in the arcade game, uh, enemies could take sometimes 11 to 12 hit points off of you. Well, here yeah. you can't put in extra quarters to get health. You have your 100-point health bar, and then you have... If, if you go into the options to change it, you can have up to five continues. That's it. So you have, you know, your life. I think they, they give you two lives, right? So yes. you have two two lives, five continues to be able to beat this game. Um, it took me a while to get, and I am embarrassed to even admit this. Like, I went through... <laughs> Three continues before I even beat Whirlwind. Mm. Because I was not compared for how just janky this game is. (laughs) Uh, That being said, though, uh, I do praise the graphics for how the characters look, the backgrounds, all that. Um, They also carried over the cinema style cutscenes, too, which is nice. That was very nice. Um, I am a bit disappointed that really they could only handle three enemies on screen at once but considering other super nintendo games that we've reviewed and whatever else uh there are tech right there's technical limitations i can accept that um the other thing i want to say is that uh the speech samples and the music are on point. That is one thing I thought that they did very good with this. Book. I actually did not like it. Yeah, I actually, I actually, actually, I actually disagree with you. Like on that, I thought the music. That, um, I thought the, so. I thought the music and sound of this game was terrible. Oh, okay. Um, they did. You know, they, they you know they, they did copy the music over like an arcade game. It's recognizable for right. what it is, but you know, compared, but you know, but you know, but you know, compared to the Genesis version, it, it just sounds terrible. Correct. It's like you know, I thought the um, you know, the instruments, you know, the instruments sound 
the, the instruments make the sound, which is a shame because Super NES has such a very good sound chip. Yeah. It's like, I, it, it, I, I, I was like, again, I, I, uh, again, I, I don't know what happened here because it's like, um, but I thought the music sounded like we continue on, on this, like on the, you know, you know, um, you know, by comparison, the voice samples, the voice samples are not very good. Uh, they're hard to understand compared to the Genesis version of the True. game. Uh, sound effects just sounded. The sound effects just sounded like stock. Yeah. generic stock samples. The samples that any other game would use. So it's like it's like it's fine for what it is. But but the Genesis version of the game, it's just like no contest. This is definitely this is definitely a case for Genesis. For Genesis the Genesis music sound better. Yeah. And I don't often say that. I, like, I was going to say this uh, is rare that yeah. you are the one who uh, dislikes it, and I'm the one defending it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it again. It was by itself in a vacuum would be fine, right? But, but if it's the Genesis version, you're like, oh, this is horrible. But so yeah, and I think like, I yeah. think that's the, the the issue with uh, at least my notes is that I I played this in a vacuum. Um, I didn't go mm, back yeah. to play the arcade. I didn't go back to you know play the Genesis version. Um, I relied on my memories of the Genesis version to be able to talk about that. Um, so. Yeah, this is very much in a vacuum. It's just the Super Nintendo version, so uh, th- that's the kink in the armor, as they say. <laughs> yeah, and then so like you know, right? So when it actually comes to gameplay, because the reasons, because the reason we already talked about between the combination of like you know that um, you know that like invisibility frame and also the collision detection, uh, it makes this it, it definitely um, it, it definitely makes this game very very hard, mm. harder than their arcade game, harder than any other home version of the game. Um, it, it, like this doesn't feel right. Uh, the whole gameplay just feels like slow and choppy and sluggish, uh, because of all that. Um, unless you know, you know, you know, unless you get cheap on the AI, you're gonna have a rough time, a rough time, um, a rough time going through the game. It's like again, again in a vacuum. This game is playable. Um, you know, you can't have fun with it. It's a perfectly fine version of the game, but again, compared to, but, but, but again, compared to the arcade, compared to the arcade, compared to Genesis, how, like, even compared to the Game Boy, the Game Boy and Game Gear version of the game, it's just like, it's like no contest. Yeah. It's like, you know, far and away the worst version of the game. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, what happened? Because it's like, um, I understand that, I understand, like I said before, they're they're taking a game that was reported to there's reported to Genesis from the arcade. So like they're already like they're already handling like they're already handling like they're already having a conversion to conversion, which 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 not gonna which not gonna like do the game like any yeah. favors. But the game should turn out better than this. And, and maybe it was just you know, maybe it was like inexperienced programmers, maybe it was the rush development cycle. Um I don't really know, but it's like, you know, we just like um, there's just there's there's just no reason for the, the, um, you know the, you know, the, you know, there's just no reason there's just no reason to play this to play this version of the game like unless like a mock um, you know um, you know cyber you know cyber punishment um, if, if, if like, you want to play a home version of the game the Genesis, the Genesis version of the game is by, the Genesis version of the game is far away uh, the version of the game to play but it's just like the game you know the game is playable the game is beatable I'm like I, I'm like you know there's no you know you know you know there's no you know there's no major bugs but it's like unless you just enjoy a really, 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 really tough challenge, but a reason it's like, you know, it's like there's just no reason to play this game, unfortunately, which is a shame. It's like uh, Pit Fighter suffered the same problems. Yeah. You know, the Genesis version of the game is great. The Super Nintendo version, the Super Nintendo version, version of the game is like, what happened here? So, again, they, again, this is like the same uh, the same case. Also, it also reminded me of the, um, 
one of the one of the was it? Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, I think it was the original the original WrestleMania arcade, arcade game port as well. Also, suffered terribly in Super NES for some yeah. reason. So you know, again, sometimes Super NES just sometimes Super NES just 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 did not get the best. You know, just just did not get the best ports of the game for whatever reason. And this is another example of that. You know, uh, it sucks because you know this is you know you know this you know despite all that despite all that this is still a fun game to play. It just um just very 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 frustrating. Agreed. So, I think I've so, so I think I've complained about this game enough. <laughs> uh, um, anything else you want to say about this version of the game, uh, Joe? Uh, you know, with the the world the way it is today and what you have access to, it is very hard for me to recommend this game. Um, True. Yeah. I, I'm I'm legit gonna tell you go play the arcade, go play the arcade, mm-hmm. go emulate it yeah. in Mame. Um, if for some reason you can't figure out how to work MAME, which I mean, it's 2023, you should have no problem doing that. Then absolutely, you know, play the Sega Genesis version over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you should yeah. absolutely play the game because the game is great. Um, just not this version. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for sure. So, like you know, and yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so it, it is nice. It is nice to see this game also existing because you're, uh, existing because uh, existing because you pointed out, Joe, this time period, Avengers, Avengers, certainly not as big now then like it is now. So it's like I think the fact that it East probably got the game rights for uh, cheap, to be honest with you. Yeah. But um, it is fun to see them make an Avenger, an Avenger style game based, an Avenger style game based based upon that because I think they did a very job with it because. You know, again, because I think this really did help. The, um, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm sure this arcade game helped to boost the pop, the, the boost the name recognition, like the Avengers some. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, because it's strange. It's strange to think about now considering how popular the Avengers are because of all the movies. But it's like it's hard to imagine time. It's hard, it's hard to imagine time like when the characters, the, the character comics, they really weren't as well known as like they are now. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that you know, what almost thirty years ago. You know, yeah. like nobody really knew or cared about Vision, Hawkeye. You know, yeah, there was some love for Iron Man because he clearly got you know his own Fox Iron cartoon. Man was well known. Captain America, and like Captain well America known, is well right? known. Yeah, so, you know, that's yeah. the whole reason this yeah. game is called Captain America and the Avengers. Um, they knew right. where the name recognition was at, but like sure. everything yeah. else in this game, it's like y- you scratch your head, like looking back. Um, at it like obviously they probably got the rights dirt cheap because of who the characters yes, were and everything. Did, yeah, yeah. but like looking at it now in 2023 it's like you know this would be a hell of a game to release you know now you know what I mean like to have I did see, a, I did, a updated yeah. like beat em up with, with I did the see some, new Avengers yeah, that could be cool I did, I, I did see some comments from people talking about that yeah uh, yeah you know uh, diehard die fans of this game have, like I was saying they love to see like a you know um, uh, an enhanced version of this game come out uh, these days yeah. so uh, there definitely is some like you love for it so um, but yeah uh, um so yeah, so the game did very well like, in the arcades, of course. Um, you know, the, um, uh, and the home version of the game did very well too, as well. Um, you know, the um, the, 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 Genesis, the Genesis version of the game like ranked like very highly uh, when it came out. Super NES version did okay for rankings, uh, like all things um, like all things considered. Uh, game players, for example, give like the, um, I I give like six out of ten, which I think is like fair. Yeah. So um, so 
but they are. So, uh, yeah, so um, the game, uh, I don't know how well the game sold Super NES. Probably it sold pretty well. The game probably the game probably sold, probably the game probably sold better on the system than it should have because of, because of, because of name recognition. Uh, the games the game's not the, the, the game's not that expensive to find. Uh, we'll talk about like price here price here price here like in just a moment, but um, there is there there is one sheet available. Um, I like this game. Uh, you can uh, you can skip uh, red alerts. Uh, the stage three boss altogether in the game if you want to, but even like certain uh, combination of things. <laughs> okay. So, um, which is interesting. Yeah. So uh, that's the only. So that's the. I, 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 that's something like bug slash feature I found like this game goes. So, um, eBay the game the game's commonly available. Uh, Eighty four copies of the game were currently listed as as the time to do, do research. Fifty eight copies of the game until recently. Prices of this game are prices of this game are pretty uh, um are pretty standard are pretty standard super NES prices. I thought. Um, these prices include shipping from North America copies only. Currently, the game selling anywhere from fifteen to uh, fifteen to forty nine dollars. And CIB, the game, the, the CIB, the game selling anywhere from one sixteen to one ninety eight. Mm-hmm. So, pretty interesting. It's a pretty average super nice prices, I thought. So, um, you know, not that bad. Genesis, Genesis, Genesis version of the game, by the way, was selling like was selling about the same yeah. prices. So, uh, you know, not that bad to get. So, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, in hindsight. In hindsight, this is like a pretty uh, the arcade game. I think the arcade game, the arcade game, I think still holds up pretty well today. Genesis version of this game is definitely, by, definitely by far and away the better version of the game. Um, like I said, this, like I said, the Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo version, Super Nintendo version is is playable. If it, you know, you know, if that's the only system you had, like you're in a vacuum, that version of the game is playable. But it's just nowhere near as fun or as polished, uh, polished like as the Genesis version of the game is, unfortunately. So. Um, again, uh, again, this is again, this is this is one of those rare cases. The, the case but it does happen occasionally, where it's like, where it's like the Super Nintendo version of the game is just definitely inferior compared to just like Visit uh, Genesis counterparts. Yeah, Genesis does what Nintendo don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this one, yeah, this one for sure, definitely. I was so, gonna say, um, we've been on, been doing the podcast for God knows how many years now, and uh, that was the first time I've been able to say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. As always, like we very much appreciate. If you have any comments, feedbacks, questions, etc., you can leave them on your Facebook page. Or you can also send me an email if you want to at the SNSpodcast uh, Joe, where can they reach you at? Oh my god. Uh, let's see. You can find me on Twitter at J O E S U X three zero. Um, also at the Radical Retro Roundup uh, Twitter, which is at Retro Roundup. Um, my very public Facebook, and then uh, also on the Radical Retro Roundup Facebook. Cool. So, yep, uh, yep. As always, uh, appreciate the, appreciate the time. The, appreciate the time. Uh, and for doing this with you, Joe, as always. Um, next time we're covering another. T- next time on the podcast we're covering again a beat 'em up, a beat 'em up, but um, but of kind of a different nature. So we're going to be looking at the uh, recently inspired by the other. Recently inspired by the recent by the recent podcast we did in the Street Fighter games, and also inspired by the and also inspired and also inspired by the new Mortal Kombat game coming out. Uh, we're going to we're going to be taking a look at the four Super NES Mortal Kombat games, um, how those games were ported over from the arcade, how they compared to the Genesis counterparts, you, you, all that good stuff. So, so it's like it'll be another fun compilation episode. So, um, so uh, again, you know, beating up put every different. Um, beat him up, a, beat him up a different type of yep. beat him up instead. So, um, so you know, just a uh, 
So yeah, so uh, I never played. Uh, I, I actually, I actually never played. I actually never played the original Mortal Kombat three Super on Super NES. I, um, yeah, um, I, I just, I, I just, just skipped it, skipped it, the uh, and went straight Ultimate. So I'm curious to see how. They, um, so I'm curious to see. Um, I'm curious to see like how that version of the game is. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, you know, I had the Genesis Mortal Kombat one and two, and then yeah. I got Ultimate MK three. So I also skipped. Three. I spent most of my time with Ultimate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I had the, yeah, I had the N64 version of Ultimate, and that's where I spent like most of my time oh, playing that version go. of the game. Yeah. But because, because that was great. Yeah, because that was a great version of the game. So, um, uh, for sure. So anyway, uh, we'll we'll be covering those games next time. So as always, appreciate you listening to the podcast. Stay safe, everybody uh, out there. Be well, and we'll catch you again later on. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market, but no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.